and then they saw me in a bra, and that was it. What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You're listening to Single Podcast Theory. I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek. And we are an all Pearl Jam podcast. If it's your first we time, are. welcome. If you're one of the regulars, how you guys doing? But how are welcome. you doing, Brad? Man, I'm great. It's 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 my Friday night. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm this is the highlight of my week. I'm going to see Tool. Tomorrow, I just went and saw a tool. You did my first time. Clint ended up popping down from Nashville. Uh, so me and Brandon, who is Aiden's uh, dad, other dad, um, <laughs> biological dad, uh, my two dads, yeah, and then uh, Derek, uh, who I've met through Clint, I think I met him. He came to Gore with us in Nashville, but he tours. He with plays, Clint. yeah. He plays with Rodney, right? Is he yeah. the drummer? He's their drummer. No, he's the other guitar player. Oh, okay, all right. So it was, yeah, <laughs> me, Aiden, Zad, and Clint and Derek, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, I've 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 seen some video, um, of the like the light show, and I'm pretty pretty psyched. I saw them a couple years ago. They played in Nashville. Um, that was my first time seeing them, but I can't wait. It was so good, man. And I love that they don't, I mean, their songs are long, but they still only play like a 12 song set. I think it's 12 songs plus Danny's drum, drum solo. solo. Right. That's what um, it was for us. But there was an actual intermission. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that what that was or if that's a normal been thing doing for that. them. They've been doing that for a long time. Uh, okay, cool. For a while, yeah. All right. Um, um, and then, of course, the Birmingham show is where they announced the date for the new record, which was yeah, pretty if, cool. If yeah, if you're not familiar with Tool, their last album came out like 12 years ago. <laughs> right. And there's been rumors like every year, oh, the new album's coming. So for you guys to get a concrete date, an actual confirmation of a new album is pretty fucking cool. It was pretty great, man. Everyone got really loud. Yeah. Oh, I bet. So. Got a couple new songs. Yep. Yeah. And a couple, you know, like I didn't see, I didn't, I intentionally didn't go look through set lists because mm-hmm. I wanted to just not be anticipating or worried about right. what song because I don't know. There's not that many songs of theirs that I would be super disappointed about hearing live. Right. You know? Yeah. So uh, it was it was cool. Like Schism, you know, that was a mm-hmm. that was a big single or whatever. Which I don't know. With a lot of bands, sometimes you don't like the singles as much as you like the the deep cuts of the rest of it. But yeah. I loved hearing that song live. It was sick. Yeah. Intolerance, you got that was a big one because they haven't played Intolerance for a long time. Yeah, seven years, years. seven eight years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but it was. uh, We don't have to do a. (laughs) Yeah, tool. Welcome to the Birmingham show. The The tool podcast. The tool podcast. But all that to say, next, next, next week. It was amazing, and you know, it was funny. Brandon, who had bought the tickets. He said he was like, "Man, these aren't great seats." I was like, "I don't care because I've never." This is like Brandon's like third or fourth time seeing him. I was like, yeah. I don't care. I've just never gotten to see them live, and they yeah. were upper bowl in the middle, second row. So there's just oh, one person, and for that that's... show, it was amazing because you got to see the totality of the mm-hmm. of the visual part of, of the show, right? So yeah, they you know they were constantly kind of slowly pumping the the fake smoke into the room as the set was going on. And there was kind of a clear mark around the halfway point of the the set where they were going with these really kind of bright lasers started happening. But 
what was cool is at that point, the whole auditorium was kind of had a, a, fa- a haze that you didn't realize was there until. Mm. Oh, I can't you, wait, man. You see those lasers <laughs> cut through and yeah. you can't see that if you're down on the floor and you're up yeah. close, right? It's yeah. being able to see the whole thing when that there's this, this see-through sheet that comes down like second or third song. I felt like if I'm remembering correctly, and so not only are they projecting visuals on the jumbotrons, you know, at the back of the stage, but then they've got um, this this uh, curtain that comes down that you can see through. So you still see the back images, and then they're projecting onto that that curtain, and it's super trippy. And then you've got the lights doing mm-hmm. their thing on top of that, and it's it's badass, wow. man. I can't wait, dude. So good. if you're if, if you're listening to this on Monday and you're going to see Tool in St. Louis, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll come. I'll come and say hello to you. Yeah, have a buddy. Um, yeah, I can't anyway. wait. I, yeah, I, cool. Well, I'm glad you. That. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you liked it because I saw him a couple years old years ago and was blown away. I almost went to that Birmingham show. I was kind of like. Should I go down to Birmingham or should I go to St. Louis? St. Louis is a little closer for me, and it. I, I'm kind of glad now the way it worked out with with work, right? Because uh, at the time I didn't know all this, all these changes were going to be happening with my schedule and stuff. So sure. Anyway, well, I can't wait to hear about the show you're going to. Yeah. the St. Louis show. Um, all right, well, let's let's get into it. Uh, we're gonna do email, but this episode is about oh, episode ninety two. Amongst the mm-hmm. Waves. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that song later on in the show. But first, we're going to do listener emails. Oh, it's short and sweet right here. This Real is, quick. Uh, yep. <laughs> from Paul Maisie. He says, uh, Lions, your second solo show was a home run. Loved hearing full songs with before and after commentary. Super fun to listen to. Nice work. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. That was that was that one was. I I hope it came across as Oops. fun. I had fun doing it, but I liked it. Yeah, man. Paul Maisie, he's been with us for a while. Yeah. Thanks for. I'm glad you're still listening, Paul. Paul, who you got next? <laughs> Paul, I'm not doing it. Don't do uh, it. Chris, Chris Thomas, our buddy Chris Thomas wrote in, and the reason I'm reading this email is because he sent in um, a picture of a a Pearl Jam single that's a bootleg of the 93 Christmas single. And it's got a picture of the guys doing like, um, you know, you'll the see huddle. bands backstage. Yeah, doing a huddle. And I used to have this. I had this like in 93 or 94. I had I this say, same I bootleg. I recognize that picture. Yeah. Um, I never realized there are six people on this in this picture uh and yep chris chris is asking who is the sixth person where is yeah there's jeff eddie jeff mike there's yep and then scroll down where it's upside down stone that's dave a yeah who's the guy hmm i wonder if it's got to be one of their crew yeah but it's yeah, gotta be a tour manager be? or monitor guy or guitar tech or why would he be in the huddle? Because you're really close with your crew. Yeah. And if he's standing there and they're about to do a show, you know, if he's standing two feet away, they're probably like, get over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look at Eddie. He kind of looks like you in that picture. Like I see, that's kind of true, that. actually. Right? Do you see it? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, he. I kind of see Brad Lyons in there. Usually, you look like Stone to me, but yeah, man, I, I had that. Uh, I had that goatee for a little bit. <laughs> the stone, yeah, the Stone one. Oh yeah, man, that's like a. What is that's not a goatee? Isn't that um? Is it a hey, goatee? What's it called? Yeah, it's a type of. It's got. I mean, it's just the chin. What is Dave A? That's a soul patch. That's okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my uh, facial hair <laughs> manicuring terms down, my friend. I went through okay. every insufferable phase of <laughs> of different types of 
uh, facial hair. That's not true. I, I mean, I did the goatee. I did the full goatee. I don't know what you call that. If there's a different word where it's mustache con- connecting down into the goatee. That's a that is actually a Van Dyke. That's a Van Dyke. Okay. Okay. Yes. And it's uh, a mustache that goes down to the goatee. No, what I never Dyke. did was the. I don't know what you call this, but it's kind of the chin strap thing that was uh, unfortunately cool for a while. Do you remember this? Where the the um, sideburns were kept short but there were sideburns and they would come straight down in an unnatural like it was sculpted this way right and become like a really thin line yes. that came down along the jawline mm-hmm. right yeah uh, sometimes it went all the way to the chin sometimes it didn't uh that's super weird yeah no i never I, I i've had a full beard and then i've done the van dyke for a long time that's right. Yeah, yeah, you I currently have it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't done clean shaven baby face in a while. Long time. See, and, and I'm looking at this picture right now. Uh, the listeners hate us right now because they have yeah, no idea. Like, what the fuck? We're just totally talking about something they can't see. But... Can we can we make this the thumbnail for the episode? Like change it from the, the, the logo? Yeah, just for one for one episode. <laughs> well, um, I'll post it. I'll put it on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So it, it'll be up. What's interesting here, the last thing I'll say about it, even though no one can see it, is that if you notice that Jeff is a combo of Dave A and I, I, Stone's I, facial yes, head. Just, so you've yeah. got Dave A with just the soul patch. You've got Stone mm-hmm. with just the chin goatee, no no stash goatee, no Van Dyke, if you will. But then you go down to Jeff and he has got just the soul patch. And just the goatee. Right. Amazing. But yeah. We have got to move on. Yes, let's move on. Jesus. (laughs) But yeah, if anyone knows what we're talking about, let us know who the sixth man is. Yeah. Because I'm, it's a crew member. Yeah. I can't believe, like, all the years I had this thing, I never, I never, uh, I never realized there was a sixth guy on there. But yeah, it's the it's the the bootleg Christmas single with Angel and Fuck Me in the Brain on it. That's cool. So, thank you, Chris Thomas. Thanks, man. All right, let's see here. We've got, got? John Farrar. Oh, this is a good one. Oh God! So here's his Westless <laughs> Westless Willis is what I just said. Wesley Willis story time. He calls it. What's the funny time? Uh, he says, okay. True story. <laughs> yeah, right. Of <laughs> yeah, a different kind. <laughs> he says, okay, so I used to book shows for punk rock bands, etc. And one day I got an email from a guy saying he wanted to book sh- a show for Wesley Willis. Of course, I said yes. He was touring with an indie rock band from Chicago called Today Is My Super Space Out Day. They were helping uh, take care of him. We were doing punk rock shows at an old warehouse. And I remember the day of the show... I went to the space, and there were cops there waiting on us, probably because we didn't have any kind of permit or anything. I drove off and called the other guys, and we moved the show to the back room of a local bar. My band opened the show, and Wesley was the headliner. Meeting him was crazy. He signed my CDs, and he would do his thing where he would hold your head up close to his, and he would say, Say rah! (laughs) He wanted you to yell, rah! And then he would get this big smile and headbutt you hard. <laughs> he had a huge bruise on his forehead from oh, doing it all the time. Jesus Christ. He's a big dude. Yeah, that's no joke. Um, so after the show, the band and Wesley were staying at my apartment. We were just <laughs> hanging out, and Wesley went to take a shower. All of a sudden, there's a huge crashing noise. He probably weighed five to 600 pounds at this point. And we go to check him, uh, go to check on him, and he had pulled the tower towel hanger bar off the wall and fallen down. Wesley was sprawled on the floor, bare ass naked, luckily unharmed. And I've been blind ever since. Not, uh, he says, no, really, he was a sweet guy. R.I.P. Arby's different is good, John. <laughs> Well, that's a good story, I mean, man. That is a good you story. Can't, I can't fuck with that story right, yeah. at all. <laughs> just hanging, just having Wesley hanging out in your apartment is cool enough. But to get the cherry on top of 
you know, hearing a crashing noise from the bathroom and you run in and there he is. You literally you know? have a famous, <laughs> morbidly obese, psychotic person, butt naked, sprawled across your bathroom floor. <laughs> How many people uh, can say that? Yeah. Not many. Just John. Nope. But we know one now. Whew. That was good. Thanks, John. What you got next? All right. Oh, Jesse. Jesse. Uh, <laughs> Jesse says, my favorite name twins. <laughs> um, oh, I should read the, um, the what do you call this? I, why, do I, why do I not know how email works? I've been What's wondering the, that for a long time. The thing at the top called subject? Yeah. Subject. Ben Howard? Yes. <laughs> oh, is that how you do that? Yeah. Isn't that how they do it? I sure. can just hear her. Yeah, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, love the conclusion of your self-pollution radio series. This was my first real dive into this radio special they did, and you two have made it so enjoyable. I love the reflection of the band's character through the type of music played and the random things thrown in the mix. I'm not sure who my p- favorite Pearl Jam drummer would be, but I have enjoyed hearing the breakdown on these episodes about Jack Irons and the growth that is very noticeable as he gains his footing as a member of the band. While the other guys may have felt that self-pollution was relaxing and fun time, Jack may have been feeling quite nervous. Sure, there was no audience in front of them, but tons of people were listening and waiting to see how he did. That's got to be terrifying. Um, man, she brings up a great point that I never thought about. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Like, Jack being Jack, you know, and being thrown into this this position, you and know, he still killed it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Lions, I had to reach out and say that you are the only other person I've known to be aware of Ben Howard's existence. Yes, hell yeah. Uh, I haven't God. heard the song. <laughs> I haven't heard the song you're referring to, but you've motivated me to search back to his EPs and give it a listen. My favorite song of his is from. His album, Every Kingdom, called These Waters. You guys are the best. Jesse Zilka. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, thanks, Yeah, man. Jesse. Ben Howard is some good shit. I'm, I'll probably... Yeah, um, I need to... I did all Pearl Jam in the last solo episode, but I um, maybe I'll play that song, Oats in the Water, the one I'm talking about, specifically right. of his, on one of those. Because it's, it's like a... His music is... Especially this song that I have been talking about on a couple episodes is uh it's like a warm water bed, but in a good way. Yeah. Like it just kind of sits there and surrounds you. And it gets really heavy, but it still feels like a I don't know, like it's kind of a big hug in a way. Yeah. I don't know. I looked it up on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I put it on um Facebook. But it's, excuse me, it's the Walking Dead like scene with that song. Yeah, and they so they cut in like scenes from Walking Dead in between the the music, and it's pretty pretty cool version of it. Yeah, it's a great song. He's good, yeah. man. Um, all right, is that it for emails? That's it. Sweet. For emails. Keeping it short and sweet today. Short and sweet. Yeah. Good. Um, I mean, for my brain, not for. <laughs> that sounded terrible. That sounded like I don't like emails. We've got a couple I that emails. I kind of saved. Oh to yeah, read later. Got yeah. some stuff in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, cool. Well, if you guys would like to email us, our email address is singlepodcasttheory at gmail dot com. You can also find us on the social medias. Just type our name into the search, and we'll come up. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash single podcast theory and check that out. I think that's it for the housekeeping. Yes. Did you yes. have anything else? Uh, do you want to try and guess a song? Oh, God. <laughs> you, thought I for, you thought I was forgetting. Yeah, well, see, now I'm going to be on the spot. See, the the first mm-hmm. time was so perfect. Which, yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's try it. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, you've I'm been practicing ready. this. Your poor fucking family. <laughs> yeah, Amanda, Amanda's gone all week because she's, she's doing this, like, internship at, at the college during the summer. But then she comes home 
on the weekend and all she hears is, you know, she's just like, why did I come home? (laughs) Exactly. I've come home to a madhouse. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. This is going to be easy. Okay. Okay. You ready? (laughs) Sure. Oh my god! That was just one note over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it makes me think of it could be. You wouldn't have done whipping, would you? Uh, is that it? No. Uh, just one note over and over again, dude. I'm I don't try know. a different. Do we try a different part of the song? I guess. How much? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what this song is. <laughs> it all just sounds like even flow now. No. Um <clears throat> Do the second part again. This is I can't believe we're doing this. The the one note or the other part? Definitely the, not the one note. <laughs> I have I have no idea. <laughs> what, 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 oh. oh. Sorry. What were you gonna say? Oh my God! Were you seriously doing his hoot thing at the end? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I, I thought mean, that would be a. I thought that'd be a dead yeah, giveaway. I was trying to. Yeah, I was. In in hindsight, I should have mm. probably gotten that, but I was trying to hear like a melody or a. You know what I'm saying? Like a riff yeah. or something. Right. Well. Wow! I'm so glad we just did that. Better luck next time for me, huh? <laughs> you better, you better, yeah, start practicing. Uh, you need to start practicing. <laughs> I mean, couldn't you, you couldn't get, now, you couldn't hear the beginning of the song? Do, 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 do. On the slide whistle? No. Right. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I mean, I did it so perfectly. Uh, okay. Good job, Brad. Thanks. Um, all right, let's do this amongst the waves. <laughs> Once you start off with some info about this one. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure most people know, but this was from Backspacer. It was released as the third single, and it had the song The End as the B-side. They released it to radio on May 17th, uh, 2010, and it came, it charted on the Billboard Alternative Song charts at number 17. Written by Stone, with lyrics by Eddie, obviously. Um, I don't know. That's that's about it. Right, for, that's it. Like facts, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like I mean, what else? This, this song has like a long history. Um, it's only been played like I think it was the name or the number forty nine. I think is coming into my head. Hold on a second here. I've got it. Yeah, I mean, I it's it not. Uh, you know, it was a backspacer song and kind of. Yeah, it's forty nine times the. 
First time it was played was in Seattle, September 21st, 2009. And then the last time it was played was, I think, one of the Boston... Yeah, September 2nd, 2018 in Boston. Mm. I've seen it once at Wrigley in 2016. Yeah, the August 20th. But yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's one of those, you know, every band, they'll play a bunch of new stuff when the album comes out and then it kind of falls away. And this is definitely one of those. Right. Yeah. I Which kind of sucks. It's a, it's a good song, but I, I don't know. Maybe I was watching, I haven't like listened to the Wrigley bootleg in a while and I was watching it on YouTube and it didn't seem like a, you know, it's not like a huge crowd pleaser not in a bad way but like right no one was flipping their shit when they started playing right it. right yeah it's a, it's a um i couldn't remember if you liked this song or not because i do because w- how we picked this one was right. i just told you i said which is your least favorite record he's like well, yeah. probably backspacer i was like all right yeah. just pick a song off backspacer because yeah you know it's one thing for us to if we're gonna do a song I don't know. I didn't want to just do songs that we talk about all the time. Right. Like, it's a no-brainer yeah. that we would do a, a Hail Hail episode right. or whatever. Exactly. Amongst the Waves is one of those songs that I don't think gets talked about too often. It's yeah. Really strong it's, not, song. it's not It's not way up on my list of favorites, and it's not way down on the list either. It's it's pretty much right there in the middle. But it's got some. it's got some good stuff to it. Yeah, and you can... I think in the music, you can hear that it's a a stone song mm-hmm. but it's also uh if someone had told me that mike wrote the song i would have believed that too it's yeah. kind of got the uh they're very different songs but it's got kind of the same dynamic quality as is like given to fly i kind of feel like right you know it's the down versus i mean when it comes down to it, all their songs are like that dynamically in a way, but yeah, starts out real quiet and then kind of builds something up that kind of feels more buildy and intense moving into that big chorus on this song that mm-hmm. fits into a category with something like given to fly. But yeah, well, and that, that kind of goes to the lyrics too. Like it's the lyrics follow the, what do you call it? Musical, uh, theme of so, waves uh, waves because oh, right, right. yeah. it build it starts out real quiet and then kind of builds up and then it breaks and gets quiet again yeah and the the verses you know have a lot more words in it literally like there's more of a a rhythm and a pattern going on yeah. and then it kind of the lyric simplifies as you get into the chorus you know i'm looking at the lyrics right now the funny thing about this song is that i don't mean this in a bad way but when you look at the lyric, it's very, I don't know what the word for it is. It's simple for Eddie. I mean, he's written simple songs, I guess, but. Yeah, there's not a it's lot It's a little plain of, spoken for him. I was going to say, it's very um, kind of obvious what he's talking about. Right, and he, yeah. he doesn't do that a lot. He's very like double entendres and like this actually means something else. There's not too much to dig into when it comes to these lyrics. And that's not a bad thing. It's sure. not like they're, they're bad lyrics, but they are kind of, like it doesn't said, leave you going, I wonder what he wrote this song. About. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah. I but like it. Though. I do. I like the song and it, it reminds me of like, this is an update to the guy from life wasted hmm. like that song is like at the moment that he figured out like holy shit i have i have faced it a life wasted i'm not going back again mm-hmm. this is like maybe a couple years later oh i figured it out you know it's me and you and i feel like you know what i have i have a, i've uh, a soul that has been saved where I can feel like I've put away my early grave. Like that seems to me like that guy that figured out he's not going to live a life wasted. This is how he's living now. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of how I way see, to put it. That's kind of how I see these, these words and it's cool. I Damn, like this song lazy. better. Uh, <laughs> you need to teach a college course. Uh, yeah. 
but I like this song better than Life Wasted. Mm, really? Mm-hmm. It's funny to me. I, but I, I love the theme. The I love I love the theme of both of these songs lyrically. Yeah, and that's one of the the I think thread I don't know. Yeah, actually. I mean, for Eddie's lyrics I've never heard a lyric where I'm like, "Oh my god, what was he thinking?" or right. or like, right. "Really, dude? Oh, that's how you feel?" There's, or you know what I mean? A, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You don't Off get the that top kind of, of my stuff. head. There's there are some 311 lyrics that are so cringy. And I'm just like, you got someone say one. Something about we we came up with a game or something like that to see who could be the three elevenist. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that dude, didn't age well, it's, dude. When it was fresh, it didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I gotta admit, when I went through my very short uh, three eleven phase in high school, yeah. lyrics were not the the yeah. reason why I was listening to them. Yeah, I couldn't tell you yeah. a single, you know, other than the word down, down, <laughs> yeah, or amber, yeah. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember any three eleven lyrics. Yeah, they they're they're. They got some good. Uh, got some good tunes. They got some. Uh, they're very um, uh, like positive, positive meaning. Well, that's cool. Being positive, yeah, yeah, that's great. If you want more beats for your buck, there's no luck. That's a good. I like that one. You would. That's that's like my favorite song, Transistor. <laughs> anyway, Pearl Jam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's a killer Shit. fucking song. I'd have to. I don't. I remember that title. I don't. I don't remember. Great. <laughs> Go listen to Transistor. I'm going. That's to. like that fucking song. Is it's better than Down? <sighs> okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay. Anyway, back to yeah, PJ. Sorry. Cringy, yes. I like cringy lyrics is Eddie Vedder. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I'm always on board with what he's singing about, I feel like. Or yeah. I can or I can at least understand it or you know what I'm saying? I th- yeah. I, I don't know. I oh, I think we talked about this before, but like uh I feel like these lyrics just reading over these, you know, the last couple of days for this show, uh, I'm like, I feel like he is, I, I can relate to these lyrics because I feel like he's singing to his, it's a person singing to their significant other. And they're look. they're saying like, remember when we first started out and shit was kind of crazy? Well, things are better now, you know? And... I kind of feel like that in my own life with my wife, you know, where right. like things are better now than they were when we were younger. And I don't know if like, if it's just me relating to these lyrics on my own or if it's like, cause I feel like 20 years ago I related to 10 and versus lyrics for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So is it like, Am I growing up with Eddie or am I sure. just growing up and putting the shit? Both. Like, is it? I think so. Right, I mean, well, I cool. think that's one of the things about um, them as a band and Eddie as a front period, front person and as a lyricist is that he is kind of, I know not all of his songs are autobiographical or whatever, but it, right. it does show a journey through life just to put it yeah. really simply. And yeah. I think it's, I think it's genuine and sincere. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's e- so easy to attach um, you growing up as a person and being able to see mm-hmm. it mirrored through these songs and through the whole catalog of a band, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, you get, you think about it, you've got, just official studio releases, you know, 10 records. You've got countless B-sides. You've got Eddie's solo career that he does separately. Um, I mean, he is, he is 
journaling through music his life for again to put it simply but yeah um i think that's why they stick around um bobby english our buddy sent me a picture of i guess eddie did a private show the other night Hmm. and he played a song called tipping point which is apparently a new song i wonder if it's uh when you well obviously it's just a new song but yeah. Is that being said as a new Pearl Jam song or uh, or just here's a new song I don't that know. he's playing? I don't – I mean he played it at one of his – like a solo solo show. So I'm assuming it's – I don't know though. I'm assuming it's one of his own solo songs. But when do you think cool. we're going to get a record? <sighs> Let's just cut to the fucking chase. Early, um, early next year. Meaning, you're, I mean, you're talking February, March. Are you talking April, yeah. May? What, what were you talking? Yeah, February, March. That early? I'm All calling right. it now. All right, you want to call? You want we call a month? Mm-hmm. How yeah, how, I, how close I, you want to try and get? I'm. A, you know what? Speaking of 311, hmm. I'm going to go with March March 11th. What day of the I'll week is March. that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Brad. I mean, Friday, Come right? On, it's got to be a Friday. I should know. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I should know when 311 day is yes. every year. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to call. It's going to be in March. Okay. And it's going to be March 13th, which is a Friday. Now. Because that's when. How about I'm this? Be. How about we. Okay. So you're saying March. March 13th. Okay. You're calling that day. Yes. Gotcha. Man. March 13th. I'm marking it on my what calendar you, right now. What do you think? Oh, I have no idea. I'm you just gonna get. I'm just gonna. I'm yeah. gonna go with February then. Okay. February what? No, I'm not. You know what no. I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go with. This is riveting. I know this is terrible. <laughs> Jesus, I'm cutting all this out. Okay. <laughs> no, you have to make a guess though, to make it official. Okay, I'm gonna go with. April's too late though. They wouldn't release something in April, would they? No, I'm going with April. I'm going to go with... Oh, wow. I'm going to go with early you, you, April. You're saying almost another full year. Well, I guess I am, too. You are, too. I'm only one <laughs> month off you, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Man. That's our predictions. April Based what? on absolutely nothing. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Where were we on this song? Lyrics. Uh, Oh, I want to say something and about how, music real quick. Yeah, let's yeah, let's let's yeah, music. Sorry. What was I that? Let's mur. <laughs> yeah, let's mur. <laughs> I'm thinking of Murph Murph, not even merge, morph, but that's not even what I wanted to say, and it came out as murder. Transition, segue? Are those the words mm-hmm. you were looking for? Something like that. Let's move let's on. Let's move on, Brad Lyons. Let's move on. Let's Let's move on. on. All I was going to say was that I really, I'd never noticed it before, but I like the interplay between. So you have the guitar, the kind of chord, strummy guitar part that that Stone has in the verses, right? It's Mm -hmm. kind of this triplet feeling rhythm, like this that kind of thing going on. Mm -hmm. But you've got Matt playing. This rhythm that's kind of, he's kind of playing halftime and cut time at the same time, right? He's got some, some of his percussion, some of it's um, hi-hat work, but it all kind of grooves together in a way that I never really realized before. Yeah. You know? He's, he's like the, really musical, Matt is, on yeah. this song. I just like the transition of the, like, when he's hitting the... Uh, rim of a snare that like cock, cock, yeah. cock. and then it transitions into the he actually hits the snare right 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 i don't know if that makes sense to anybody but it does he goes from that I kind can, of like clicky side stick thing to actually yeah. just yeah he just plays two quick notes on the snare to get into like the meat of the song right 
It's it's. I mean, everyone's got cool parts. The, well, yeah. And speaking of, I wrote down this is a good boom song because you can hear that organ just real lightly in the background, mm-hmm. just kind of like he like he's he's only playing like the one note right on that organ the whole like throughout the whole song. Yeah, and it, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, he does that kind of like he plays like the fifth. The, the the five note kind of up top that just stays it kind of gives you that feeling of i don't know that flight Church. feeling you know what i mean almost yeah. yeah something kind of up it takes away some of the tension and and yeah. keeps the whole thing kind of open a little bit i think there's yeah. a little bit of piano in there too that's pretty cool what's interesting to me is that stone wrote this song and it's such a sparse guitar song right it's not you don't think of riffs when you think of this song right you know yeah it's, it's, it's all... like a singer songwriter wrote it you know it's yeah. like what eddie writes but stone yeah writing. it's yeah there's not you can't really like hum this song like you can't sing the guitar parts in this song does that make sense Mm-hmm. yeah because you're used to i mean to take it to the other extreme you know you think of stone and you think of these just monster riffs and guitar parts like mm-hmm. like animal or alive or even flow or fuck countless other songs that yeah just are crazy riffs and even if it is a chordal kind of thing he's he's doing something really interesting with it that kind of makes it feel like a chordal riff we've kind of talked about that before but this one is just a few chords and <laughs> that's yeah. it you know it's a, i like it's it. a sound it's a soundscape yeah well it kind of shows a growth in stone songwriting too you know mm-hmm. his uh, ability to kind of write these simpler ideas that are just as effective as these monster riffs he's written in the past you know he can do both it's cool and I was trying to pick out the bridge. Is is the bridge also the solo? If Mike is soloing. Kinda, yeah, kind of. Because the bridge, like the song kind of changes, and then Mike's doing his little solo over there. Right. So I don't know if that's if that's considered a bridge, yep, or is it just considered the solo? Well, I mean, everyone's the got their. I would consider it a bridge because it's like a. I haven't learned the song. I don't know how to play the song, but it yeah. might, might be a key change it, right there. Yeah, totally. Or they've just really picked an interesting chord within that key to kind of start the bridge on because it it's yeah. a clear change in the song, right? Right. Like definitely. I would call it a guitar solo if they were just kept playing the verse or the chorus chords and he soloed on top of it. But this is like a whole new section of the song. Be interesting if they did a version where Mike doesn't solo so you could hear that major change in the song. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just from a chord perspective, like yeah. not just the lead part. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love I'd love if I could get every Pearl Jam record stems for every Pearl Jam record. Yeah, yeah. Just listen to the guitars. Just listen to the drums. That's could you the nerdiest thing I've ever said. What would you, man? I would love. So you could get this. Couldn't you get all the stems from like ten because they were on that guitar hero? Guitar, yeah. Could you, man? Could you tackle a Brad Lyons mix of ten? That, no, we, because we, it's those stems are have all the processing on them. It doesn't work like that. Right. So obviously, as we've talked about, I would do with a lot less reverb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and you can't take that out. 
Oh, okay. It's all over the place on those stems. What if you could, in a perfect world, you you get your hands on the stems? Ooh. Would you want to tackle it? Or would it just, just, just end up just, sounding too much like the Brennan version? Well, just as a, an experiment, of course I would yeah. do it. I would just yeah. do it knowing that I would never give it to anybody. I would, you know, it's not for real. It's just what it would me. I naturally do, you know? Yeah. That'd be fun. And then be able to compare it. Yeah. I want to hear it. I want to hear the, the Brad Lyons mix. Oof. Man, it might make me quit music when I when I when I when I hear the difference between my mix and Brendan O'Brien's mix. <laughs> right. And it's just like, what yeah. am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Oh God. Now never mind, that's a terrible idea. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. That is one of those things though, I don't understand why I'm so I was talking to one of the other guys uh, that owns the studio here, and he's been doing – he's been in studios forever. He's older yeah. than me. He's, like, kind of more like my parents' age or whatever. But I was like – I asked him to listen to this mix, and um, he came in and listened to it. I was like, I'm not saying anything. I just – honestly, just listen to it. I'm not looking for anything specific. Just tell me what you think. And he's like, yeah, it's good. I was like – Cool. And we got in this conversation and I was like, man, you don't realize that when I'm, when I compare my mixes, this is probably why I feel so crazy half the time. I'm not just comparing my mixes to, or production or whatever it is to someone else here in town that I like. Although I do that, I finish a mix of a song that maybe, and then I put it against Brendan O'Brien mixes. You know what I'm saying? Mm, <laughs> Which is yeah. so like, he's a monster. What? Right. Why would I do that? I ask myself. But it does help you get better. But it also I was gonna say it's probably it probably does help you, you know, to do to do better the next time. To, yeah, to, but you you're know, just you're... constantly forcing yourself <laughs> if... to realize how far off the mark you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? But you're probably not. You know, everyone's is their own worst critic. That's true. Anyway, I just thought, yeah, that was You're more of a awesome Brendan Brad reference. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I just mean <laughs> he's just that experiment would be really fun until I listened to the difference. And maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. mine would be kind of cool. Yeah. It's all subjective. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's change the subject. Uh, all right. Back you to. You want to move on to the. Okay. Back to. Oh, you want to go to the video? Yeah. Yeah. The video. <laughs> They they actually released a video for this, I guess, because it was a single. I mean, Brad, I, I, <laughs> there's there's the statue of David, mm-hmm. there's the Sistine Chapel, right? There's Mount Rushmore. Yes, I like where you're going. And then Go there's on. the video for Amongst the Waves, <laughs> right? All the, in the same category. Uh, no, no, <laughs> sir. The opposite of that. All those, all those things are on one side, and then the video is on the opposite side of the world. No, it's not that bad. No, it's, it's just, not. It's it's just when I when I watched it, I had to check that this was the official video because it looks extremely fan made. A mm. good a good fan made version. Yeah, but yeah. it's still a, a fan made version because yeah. it's just like. Um, there you just see like a little kid running on the beach, and then I think like the dad picks picks the kid up and puts him on his shoulder, and they like walk into the ocean. And I'm pretty sure it's Eddie and his one of his daughters. But again, if this was like a pro made thing, you could you would see like oh, there's Eddie, like that's him. But the way this is shot, it's just like it could just be some guy walking on the beach. Yeah, it's um. I mean, we just make fun of it, or for me anyway, because right. it's so simple compared to, you know, <laughs> yeah. you think of something like Jeremy, do the evolution. Right. I mean, they're known for the videos they've made and the ones they didn't make because they weren't making videos, right? And it was right. always something really great and thoughtful like Jeremy or do the evolution, or it was just great live footage, you know? Yeah. And this is you kind of... Like home, it's it's a performance. It's a live performance of yeah, the song. Yeah, it, it's inter- Yeah, it's interspersed with yeah, like live footage and the actual audio is 
not from the record. It's it's a live version of it, right. which is cool. That's that classic cool. fucking Pearl Jam. Sure, yeah. You know, you go back to Alive and Even Flow. Those are like live versions of these videos. So that was that's pretty cool. It's just a to simple know fun video. They're still doing that. Yeah, you know. Well, you know what it reminded me bad. of? Do you remember we talked about um, the oceans video that right. like only came out in the UK or whatever? Yeah. And you were it joking about it being B footage from like <laughs> yes. crew members and stuff. Yeah. 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 That's what it reminded me of because even like the live footage is like, it's just like a weird close up low angle of Eddie's face. It is kind of weird, which, you know, that sounds probably sounds great. I don't know. He, he looks pretty uh, out of it. And how did I just, how did I describe him? Sweaty, sweaty Eddie. Sweaty Eddie. I came up with that today. Um, Yeah. It's not, you know, the, the, it's not the most flattering image of Eddie. In a world of, (laughs) world of swoon worthy, you know, pictures of Eddie, this was not one. I mean, when you're as, tra- as attractive as uh, Eddie and myself are, you know, it, it's just mm-hmm. I can speak from experience. Sometimes you just have bad days. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Everyone's got a bad angle. Oh, come on. You know, mine is like just looking. I only have one. Me. There's literally <laughs> one bad angle. That's it. For me. Right. Yeah. Every other angle is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then, then the end of the video, you know, this is an upbeat song. It's about like, you know, making it. You've been with your significant other for a while, and things are going good. And well, especially you feel if you like- juxtapose this against this beautiful, you know, comparison that you made earlier from from the person that was in life wasted is now, you know, looking back years later after they made this big decision in their life, and mm-hmm. you know, it's everything is great, and and then fucking buzz killington comes in at the end right jesus like an overhead shot of a boat just oily pelicans and yeah just devastation there's people in hazmat suits like cleaning up the beach and it just says like there's a just an image of like a boat washed up on the beach and it just says like there is only one ocean for all of us yeah which is all true, and I'm behind yes. it 100. <laughs> percent But it is a total yes. like you get to the end of the video and you think you're done, and then it's like, oh god. Well, right, because right before that, there's like the cutest six year old <laughs> right. with giant goggles on her face, yeah. swimming up to the the camera with this huge grin on her face, and she like boop boops the camera, and you're like, this is so sweet. That's got to be Eddie's do? daughter. Boop. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a it's a very uh, quick <laughs> turn. And then, yeah, then it goes dark real quick. But, yeah, I, it's, it's, it, it's an interesting video. Everyone needs to go watch it. Just, you know. Yeah, it's cool, man. <laughs> oh, man. It is quite the bummer ending, though. Yeah. Well, and let's move on to another bummer. The single... Um, the cover art for the single. Oh yeah, you were going to tell me the story. Yeah, it's actually the bottom. If you have, if, if class, if you want to pull out your Backspacer album, the bottom right hand corner, um, which it's also in the booklet. So it's a woman. If you remember the Backspacer art, it's all these like cartoony type images, um, and this one is the woman like laying on her back and she's wearing like a red dress or something. And she's got gloves on and she's laying in like a sea of purple. Just kind of laying there, you know? And I asked you, you've, you've never, you don't know what this is based on, Mm-mm. right? I don't think so. No. So it's a, this is based on a picture that was uh, published in life magazine in 1947. And it was the, the guy who took the picture was named Robert Wiles. Um, and he was a photography student. And this was taken uh, four minutes after a woman jumped off the Empire State Building to her death. Um, and she her she landed on a car on the street on her back. And 
if you look and I know this sounds like real morbid, but if you look at the picture, um, it, it looks like she's just laying there, um, with her eyes closed. And I think somebody described it as she's dreaming of her bow. Um, it's like, it looks they, like she's floating on the ocean. Yeah. Well, in the the actual picture, she's like on a car, but right. she's just it's so strange when you look at it because you would you think suicide like, oh, God, I don't want to see this. I mean, I, I, I people should look it up um, because it is very it's just very strange and heartbreaking that she she killed herself. But it created this image of like she's just kind of like laying there peacefully. Right. You know, it's not gory at all. Right. Um, and her name was Evelyn McHale and, um, she was 23 and they found a, their suicide note is just like, so sad. She's like, I don't want, I don't want to, um, I don't want anyone to, she didn't want a memorial. She didn't want to be buried. She just want to be cremated. Um, some, something about, she didn't want her family to even like see her like this. She wanted to be like immediately cremated and that was it no memorial no nothing um and she said something about um her boyfriend had asked her to marry her and that she thought she would she would not make a good wife oh man yeah 23 years old 23 yeah it's it's i don't know it's a downer but it is like I don't know. It looks like she's just, she's peaceful and dreaming, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. People should look it up. I'll, I'll probably like link some sort of one of the, I was reading a couple different articles about this because it's just a, it's interesting to me. You know? yeah, I never would have thought, I mean, looking at the album artwork, I never would have right. thought that that, that was either. the, you know, kind of catalyst for, for that yeah. piece of art. Yeah. It doesn't come across that way at all. Um, let's see. What else about this song? Have we kind of covered it? I think we have. I think we did it. All right, then. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back again next week. Oh, I, we should have done this at the beginning, but um, did want to, number one, say thank you to some other friends of ours that have a podcast say thanks to the porch jesse and kate for having me on i hope that you guys had fun because i had a blast and you guys can check that out on youtube and all the other stuff um what about the uh we still got live on four legs going correct oh yeah some of the other pearl jam podcasts i think um yeah they they i think they took last week off cool because we did. They're following in our footsteps and taking <laughs> yeah, a week I'm off. Yeah, sure. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> it's, you know what it's like? It's, it's like at work. Have you ever noticed, like, someone calls in? Oh, yeah. And it's then, like, like, you know, three more people are going to do it, too. Yeah. The two days later, someone calls in, and then we, you're like, well, they called in. I'm calling in. <laughs> yeah. It so comes you in call these in. waves. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Check those shows out as well. But obviously, you guys know Kate. Um, and hopefully you know Jesse too, so check them out. Yeah, those 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 gals crack me up. It's good stuff, man. I love it. Um, all right, yeah. If you want to email us, the email address is singlepodcasttheory at gmail dot com. You can check us out on the socials. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon dot com p a t r e o n dot com slash singlepodcasttheory, and all the information is there. Are we on Tumblr? Are we on Tumblr? Yeah. What do you mean? Should should I start a Tumblr page? Is oh, that a God, thing? No. Snapchat? No. Have you seen the Snapchat filter that turns women into guys and guys into girls? No. I'm going to send you a horrifying video of you of me. as a woman. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. It's so it's it's dude, it is nuts. Susan was like, I, she's like, take that away. I can't Are look at pretty? it. Are you pretty? Oh, dude, I'm so pretty. 
Oh, don't ever say that again. You, <laughs> you sound like Buffalo Bill. You, <laughs> I'm so you pretty. Might, you might. <laughs> it might bring up some feelings in Brad Lyons. That, God, <laughs> what if it moves just for a second when I see it? Just for a second. You know? <laughs> I'd, I'd have a lot to think through. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I feel like it would be like full on rager, but you know. Okay, we got to go. <laughs> Until next week, I'm Brad Lyons. <laughs> I'm Brad Blazik saying, if not for love, I would be drowning. Later. Bye. <laughs> I died and you walked by and said no. I'm dead. I was high. Fuck yeah.